everybody. And then you talk. This is Rylan. I'd like to talk like this. Um, do you remember uh, when we had that episode? I think it was like the Christmas episode a couple weeks back, I where I talked about the pickle ornament. Yes. Thing. Yes. So this year's pickle gift was um, uh, whoever found the pickle got to select the murder mystery experience of their choice for both of us to participate in. So is this like a like a two-person murder mystery thing? Well, I don't know. It's whatever uh, experience is selected. Oh, I so, gotcha. So um, Chen won. So she gets to so choose. she gets to choose, and I'm guessing she's gonna pick like one of those live action, uh, like in person, like uh, what do you call it, like immersive theater experiences. Uh, yeah, okay. If she does pick that, I'll be excited. I also know she's watching right now, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you'll influence her decision then. Um, Who knows? So, have you done one before? A murder mystery, anything? murder mystery party uh i mean i've watched some like murder mystery shows which are mildly interesting but not totally my thing okay. but then um one of the tabletop games that i run is called delta green and actually does have like a lot of murder mystery type yeah uh um uh, missions involved with it i would say i've never done like a event i guess murder mystery but i love murder mystery books i i like tv shows that have to do with crime i feel like that's similar mm -hmm. you like the awesome. true crime stuff or or any crime both yeah yep. big crime fan All yep right. <laughs> in shows not a big sure. crime fan yeah. for myself <laughs> yeah you also had said that you hadn't used your pickle gift from before is that did you ever use it? I did cash that in. <laughs> okay. Uh, I actually cashed it in because we had like a a, a COVID exposure. I don't know if we oh, ever yeah. actually got COVID. We had some symptoms, but our tusk came back negative, so who knows. But we were exposed to somebody who had COVID. Yep. So we were stuck inside for a couple weeks. And like in that time, we couldn't go to the gym, obviously. So like we did uh, like an online workout program. Okay. And I selected the the program, so I I chose like a strength training thing because I knew that she hadn't done something like that before. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Was it body weight then? Uh, no, we used like dumbbells. Okay, wow. Yeah, I've got a set of adjustable dumbbells that came in handy. Nice. Yeah, I have been meaning to like take suggestions from people for workouts on YouTube. We talked about this last episode too, but like getting people's suggestions and doing them for days i don't go into the gym like mm -hmm. yoga so maybe one day i'll do meditation yoga that you mentioned or like yes trace yes. sent me videos maybe i'll try one of those videos but i was gonna do yoga this morning even because like we met up in the morning for this and i told myself i'll wake up a little bit earlier and maybe do some yoga to wake myself up i woke up a little bit earlier went to the living room Actually, first I made coffee. I was like really gonna do this. <laughs> I made coffee and then I went and sat on the couch and went back to sleep. And oh, I drank no. my coffee like two hours later. <laughs> oh, you warmed it up? No, I, it's in it. Like the pot keeps it warm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's still hot. <sighs> but it does turn off after two and a half hours. So I made it in time for before it turned off. Wow. Very lucky. Maybe. Okay. 
I'm going to set a goal this week where one of these mornings it actually happens. And we'll see how I feel afterwards. Okay. Either yoga probably is what I'll do. Uh, I did, for the first time ever, teach a meditation exercise to someone, to Jen. And she loved it. Wow. It was something very different than any meditation that she's done before. And so maybe there's like a novelty playing into how much she liked it. But uh, yeah, it was a good experience. It's cool. And she's like brutally honest with me. So when she tells me I'm a good teacher, like I... I, I really like it means a lot to me because I, I know she means it. So, yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. So, is this a new experience for you too, trying to teach a meditation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been doing it for a while and I've given people tips before, but mm-hmm. actually, like guiding someone through meditation is pretty different. But I felt like, um, given how well I knew like this particular practice, like it, it felt uh, kind of natural for me. Yeah. Cause I was gonna say, you probably need to build up that experience to be able to do it. Now, could you do it? Would you be comfortable doing it to someone you didn't know as well? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it depends on the context, but generally, yeah. That should be like, whenever you invite people over next time, you should be like, okay, wait, before we do anything, let's try this. And then you like force them into trying it and, yeah, it'd be especially fun with this one. Maybe I'll tell you about it later, but like, because okay. there's like a hand motion involved with it oh. too. So it has like that. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah, there's like a goofy aspect to it in some yeah. ways, you know? But yeah, I, I thought it was a good experience. Cool. Okay, well, now you're making me want to do yoga one day this week and meditation <laughs> one day this week. I'm going to do both. So going okay. back, I feel like we touched on last week's episode a little bit already. A little bit. But one big theme, if you haven't watched it last week, was kind of like goal setting or even like New Year's resolution, kind of like mixed together. If you haven't watched last week's episode, what are you doing with your life? Pause here and go back. (laughs) (laughs) Because you need to know what we're going to be talking about. It's a great episode. But it really got us thinking about how to set goals and how it differs between people and our mindsets differ between setting goals amongst us, even us three that sat at the table last week. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think it gave us things to think about. So maybe did you have any further thoughts on like, did you end up thinking about something more this week because of our talk? Um, I don't know if my thoughts like went anywhere beyond the conversation from last week, but I did think about it a lot. And, you know, one of the things that uh, Trace, who was our guest last week, one of the things that he talked about is how he has like a template for getting more out of like reading. So like he'll write down his thoughts, basically, about what he reads. There's a little more structure around it than that, but... And that got me thinking, and I've thought about it multiple times, about how, like, I do so many things, but don't necessarily take the time to always reflect on them. Gotcha. And I don't know if that's, uh, like, I I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to relate this to goals a bit, like, without me setting a goal, maybe that makes me less likely to do that kind of like uh exercise where i like try to get more value out of like a thing that i'm doing right whereas i feel like motivation 
to do things comes really easily to me because of the way that I, I frame like the, the whole like my identity is what drives me yep. instead of a goal. Like that gives me, uh, it makes motivation feel like the easiest thing in the world. But then I, I think maybe I'm missing some component in terms of like squeezing more value out of my time. So I don't know. I don't know if goals has something to do with that or if it's just something that I haven't learned to do at this point, but that's basically where my head's been at. And I don't know, like, I, I still don't think I've gone beyond the conversation, but. Okay. I feel like you touched on a couple of things that I kept thinking about during the week. And one of them was like, kind of going along with the identity thing. I feel like that stuck with me, but it's also something Trace mentioned from the book Atomic Habits. Mm. That was like each everything you do is like a vote for your that person that you want to be mm -hmm. or like a drop in the bucket for what you want to be and so many times this week that thought has gone through my head like i think even yesterday i sat down on the couch and i was like wait a second i wanted to get stuff done today am i gonna vote for me being lazy sitting on the couch or if I, am i gonna mm. vote for me to be like actually getting this like I don't remember what I wanted to do now. I did a lot of cleaning. I was like, do I want to vote for a cleaner apartment? Like, cause I want to keep up my apart, keep my apartment clean. Yeah. And so that kind of like thought in my head and I was like, all right, I'm voting to clean. So that's what I did. And like, I think I've been like driving to the gym and I was like, look at me voting for myself to like <laughs> have a good workout today. Um, You're a good citizen to yourself. Yeah. And now I even like, I did download an app that I can get this book on. So I read, I'm reading like my, fictional book on the side right now and I was like I think it would be really easy to also read like a self-help non-fiction book at mm -hmm. the same time whereas if I'm reading two of the similar types of books I think I'd get it mixed up but I was like now I can bring that book with me on my phone and try to read it so Atomic Habits might be the one that I choose um so that helped like I really enjoyed that identity aspect of our talk last week and then also uh, going to Orange Day Fitness, if you go to one of these gyms, you'll have seen this, I swear. This, like at the start of the new year, they have, like, they have a screen in the lobby. And at the start of the new year, it said, no goal equals no change in effort. And that has kind of stuck with me. Yeah. And I've been trying to think of like, why it wouldn't. So like for me, like even my uh, instructor yesterday was saying, she like brought that topic up at the end of class. And I was thinking like, yeah, what makes me like come in and want to lift heavier weights? It's because I want to get stronger and I want to notice me getting stronger. And I feel like that's my goal. That's like forcing me to try to lift heavier weights. Otherwise, would I do it or would I just be working out to get a workout in? And so like, I feel like having that underlying goal, but I've still been trying to figure out if there's a contradiction, yeah, contradiction to that no goal equals no change in effort. This might also be something where it like varies from person to person. It could be. Because like, literally I never think about like, oh, I'm doing this because I wanna get stronger, because I wanna, you know, be lean or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it, 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 in some ways it kind of feels like automatic and in some ways, some days I'm like, I am this kind of person. Yep. And so like, I, I just, that's not like how I think about it. Yeah. And the times earlier in my life when like I have been like more goal focused have been the times when I, I tend to fail more often. 
So, like so. looking forward doesn't seem to help me in that way. And I feel like yeah, we kind of some people maybe it does. Yeah, and we kind of talked about that last time with your exam. And actually, that was another example that happened to me this week. Was I was talking to one of my managers about how I need to get motivation to like do my modules. Like now that I'm done with exams, it's just so hard mm-hmm. to like make myself do modules. And so. She said, "Congratulations, by the way. I don't oh, think we talked about it on the podcast, but Elisa passed her final uh, actuarial exam. Yep. So now she just has like the easier components. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But yeah, it felt good. But now, yeah, I feel like I'm over the hard part hump, and I can't get myself to do the easier parts. Mm-hmm. But what she said, like her words were." have you set a goal for yourself on when to get them done? And I was like, nope. (laughs) So I feel like that is what is going to get me to get them done. I had a goal originally, but it was like a far-fetched, unrealistic goal. So now I need to actually set a realistic goal. And I think I can actually get stuff done if I set the goal for myself. Because like that kind of hit me, that like comment. And maybe she knows that about me, that I like setting goals. Um... So that's maybe why she asked that, but maybe it works for her too. But I was like, yep, I need to set a goal and then I'll actually get stuff done. <laughs> Cause that was like that change in effort for me, I think. Cause right now I have no effort. So like the deadline, I, that, that bit of like structure or pressure. And I think it's not just the deadline. Cause I think to get to the deadline, I need a plan also. And so I think my goal would be like every Tuesday night, I need to spend two hours doing this or at one night a week, I need to spend two hours doing this. And like my goal at the new year was I have to do like rewind. It's like these slides that I have to go through, like kind of like a PowerPoint where I go through slides and they tell me to read things. And I told myself every night I have to get through at least 10 slides, which doesn't seem like a lot, but some are worse than others. But like, I have to get through at least 10 slides before I do anything fun for myself. And like, I thought Mm. that that would motivate me. I just didn't do it yet. Um, So there's also a difference between setting a goal and actually doing (laughs) things for your goal. But I think what helps me is when I lay out that plan, if I did 10 slides four nights a week, where would that get me and when? And then I could like make a goal for myself and be like, all right, I can accomplish this. Once I see the plan, then I like believe the plan maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause we haven't really talked about like planning and structure. No, yeah. Cause that that is a little different than a goal by itself. It is, I think that helps me. Cause I, I plan despite not having goals. I yeah. still plan like ahead for yep. things, but. Yeah, planning will help you get places. So yeah, that is different than goal setting. Yeah, so those are my thoughts this week on last week's episode. Yeah, I think I think this is something that like a lot of people uh, deal with or struggle with because most of us out there are trying to achieve things with our lives, and we're all trying to find like the best way to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. It was Which, a good conversation. If we want to. Like that, what you just said, most people are trying to achieve something in life actually goes into something I found on my phone that we can talk about for our advice section. Oh, so I would love to do that. Yeah. I've been so excited for this because you found the things and I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. This one is actually the longest one. So it might take me a little bit to read, but I thought it was so realistic and related Mm -hmm. to our goals. So starting our next segment 
adequate advice. Is that what That's we're calling right. it? <laughs> okay, so I got these off of our off of Reddit. I'm not a Reddit user, so do you say our advice? Yeah, you don't seem like a Redditor. <laughs> Why not? Uh, it's hard to explain, but take it as a compliment. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. It makes me not want to be one <laughs> when you say it like that. Okay, so this is our advice section uh, in Reddit. The is advice that what I would say? Yeah, you could say Our that. subreddit? You could also just say the advice subreddit. Advice subreddit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but basically this person said, What do I do with all this time I have now that I graduated? When do you find contentment and stability in your 20s or adulthood? And he's 23, postgraduate, all his life he's been trained to like go to school. That was the goal, graduate, eighth grade, high school, college. And he always knew what his next year would be like. But now post-grad, he feels directionless, directionless. <laughs> um, he keeps bouncing around jobs and trying to keep himself busy because he's become restless. And he gets worried that he won't be happy at his job get worried about trying to stay busy for the rest of his life. Um, he says, I'm an incredibly anxious person, so I can't help but shake my head imagining I live to 70. That's another 40 years trying to figure out what I do to occupy my time, trying to be mindful and enjoy the present because who knows what will happen in life. But I want my new long-term goal to be to make it to 30. Um, it's a doable goal and make that my purpose. My purpose was to spend four years getting an education to graduate, so now maybe my goal can be to explore and try new things and stay curious enough to make it to 30 and reassess then. Anyone have helpful tips for tackling the 20s? When I first read this, I thought it was more like, how do you like find, like, because I agree, you have like these defined years of school, of like I need to get through this year and this year and get my bachelor's degree if that's what the goal is. And then after that, you're in a job for the rest of your life and there's no like next hurdle. I mean, maybe that's what the problem is, is if you don't see that next hurdle to overcome, but like kind of talking, I feel like it kind of goes with goal setting, but maybe not. But like, how do you feel worth it going towards no end goal? Like, that's what I kind of imagine it like, like I'm in this job now what's the, like there's nothing next for me because <laughs> right. that's how i felt kind of after graduating too it's like hmm. okay one year down at my new job one year now i get another year the rest of my life <laughs> exactly yeah and i i think um there are a few things that i want to touch on with this okay. and just briefly like the individual who made this post used uh, the word anxiety, which I don't know if they're using it in the colloquial sense, and like we all have some anxiety, yeah, and you know, in some ways that's good, or if he's using it, he or she's using it like in the clinical sense, mm -hmm. where maybe they need some help. The fact that they're considering maybe not making it to 30, and that's like something that they're like having to like think about. I'm guessing maybe they could use some uh, professional help and yeah. that might be valuable for them. But with that out of the way, we can kind of broaden the, the conversation a bit. This reminded me, as you were talking through it, of one of our earlier episodes where I was talking about, like, you achieve so many things and after a while yeah. that starts to mean less. And, yeah. and you're just, like, 
standing at the top of the mountain you just climbed just looking for like a higher peak right and and i think that's somewhat related to this like there's a lot of structure in school right mm -hmm. um and through college and there's a lot of like goals that you're like checking the boxes on and then you get out of college and now you have to like kind of like create your own mountain to climb mm -hmm. and i think there's like an inherent weakness in that um due to the, the the same reason that i just said like after you climb so many mountains they're all kind of the same right uh and that's why or that's i think part of that is like figuring into like my um mindset around like not having goals and mm -hmm. instead being more of like a, a person that lives in the moment and tries to be where it makes sense for me to be. I relate to this post in some ways because I feel like I used to think like that. Maybe not with like the same level of stress around it, but yeah. I certainly understand like kind of that directionless or maybe like, or maybe like the direction is like too tight. Like I'm an actuary now yeah. working in my actuary job and this is my life and yeah that's all defined and there's like a stress related to that yep. like that confinement and and i said in our episode last week like without goals you have more freedom and this is kind of what i'm touching on with that yeah and i'm not saying my way is better but it is the superior way no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying my way's better. I think having a goal, uh, and maybe going back to what we said earlier this episode, like maybe maybe not having goals has led me to like not getting more out of the things that I do. Gotcha. Do yeah. like how Trace keeps records of what he thinks about, like as he reads a book. Right. Um, I would like to have more of a, a focus like that in my life. Um, but yeah, I also don't want to feel confined to my goal and like, I've got too much structure to be as creative and effective as I can be. Yeah. So would your advice kind of be like, it's okay to have this open life, find your alleys of freedom that you like figure out what you enjoy and like make that your life. Like, don't just look for the next stop. I don't know. Yeah, I appreciate that you're focusing me back on the the person here because I <laughs> feel like I was going the off on advice the or something. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. Like it's hard. It's hard to say without like more details. Yeah, and, the way. Yeah, why don't you? Well, because like I feel like I relate to this too, um, especially going back to like being done with my exams because I feel like that was kind of partially like my job or like yeah my job goals it was like pass the next exam pass the next exam and like now there's nothing and so now yeah what do i want to like strive for or go for it and so i mean i'm stuck in that right now uh still figuring that out mm -hmm. but like my suggestion would be like i do talk to my manager that like yeah goals do help for me and like maybe i need a little push to like go one way or the other and so like maybe there can be small goals in your work life that you like push towards and you can like Hopefully, like if you're not enjoying your work life, hopefully you can try to switch that around and like maybe try to find a new job, even though that's also scary and like 
that would just be a scary experience for me. So I bet mm. some people <laughs> can relate to that. But then with this, I am kind of on the way of like, try to find your goals outside of your work life. Like school to me is kind of like the work life. And I'm trying to like relate it back to that. But like after school, like you're done taking tests and like having to learn certain topics. And now you can like go explore whatever you want on your own and figure out what you like. And I feel like I kind of liked this idea of like, make it to 30. Maybe I don't like the wording of it, but like try to make the most of every year. Like why not every year just be like, I'm going to like enjoy my 24th year mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. So I do like the idea of making the most of right now too and not trying to like strive for I need to become a manager in the next two years type of goal right when you're asking me about what my advice would be for this person and you you said something along the lines of like find something you enjoy I think that's very important that people do that and it doesn't necessarily have to be in your career if you're able to make it work for your career that's amazing Uh, you know, like if you like programming, I think, you know, you're going to have a a life ahead of you where you can find places to work where you're able to do programming and make a good living off of that. If you are wanting to be an artist, you know, that makes it a little harder and you might need like supplemental income from something that you don't enjoy as much. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of those decisions come down to spending the time ruminating on what you find acceptable for yourself like are you okay going through life you know working a a full-time job that you don't enjoy as much to support the things you do enjoy doing with your with the rest of your time Mm -hmm. and um you know for some people that answer is going to be yeah that's fine and for others no they're going to have to throw themselves into the thing that they love and try to do that as a career even if it's not something that can support them in a way that makes life easy and like wrestling with that challenge and being willing to accept what life gives you is you know a hard thing to do yeah and you made me kind of think of like maybe it's not even like a hobby that drives you maybe it's like your family like Mm -hmm. either kids or like your parents or something um And maybe just trying to make the most of life with them. Like maybe you don't have a job that you love, but like you have people at home that you love or like Mm -hmm. other people, like friends and other relationships that you love. So trying to make the most of that too. Like I think that goes into the next one. Okay. It says, how can I learn to talk to people? So this one kind of scared me reading the title. I'm nearing my third year of study in school. Start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm nearing my third year of study at school, and I have not been able to socialize with people in my university, slightly because of COVID, um, because I haven't met up with people. It's also because I'm a bit antisocial, and I haven't made a single friend since eighth grade. It's become worse because I couldn't really relate to the things most people in my age group liked, so I never learned proper socialization skills. Um, It's getting bad to the point that most of my time at university is spent in the gym or in my room studying and attending classes, and I have to lie to my family about how much I socialize with others so they don't consider, so that they aren't concerned, I think, about my social well-being. How do I learn to talk to people and form relationships with each other? So I feel like there's a couple 
heavier topics within it. I'm feeling a lot of shame from this person. Yeah. Like, not even willing to, like, be honest with her family about it. I mean, that must be really hard to feel that, like, down on yourself about something. Yeah, I feel like maybe that makes me consider, like, with my kids someday, hopefully I'm not as pressured to say, like, have you made any friends or who are you hanging out with this weekend or... So that gives me some perspective as a possible future parent. But then also, like, they called themselves antisocial. And I'm I'm wondering if they truly are antisocial or just can't socialize well. I don't know if those are two different things. But, like, if you truly don't like socializing with people, I don't think you need to or you don't need to force yourself to if that doesn't make you happy. Um... But if you struggle with it, that's like me. I think I really struggle with socializing with people at first. Mm. One of my biggest fears is going to a conference where I don't know anyone and you have to like sit at a lunch table with people and talk to them. And usually I'm just hoping like, let there be people who like know how to conversate at this table because I'm not going to be the one doing it. So I kind of relate to that. And then I also related like in college, I had like one close friend, which was like my roommate for all four years. And I don't think I ever, like, made a close relationship with any, like, a lot of other people from college. Because I don't think I really talked to anyone (laughs) that I knew. like the one roommate? Yeah. Hmm. And so, I mean, I had other roommates, too, throughout college. But, like, the one that I had all four years is kind of my close friend from college. Because, yeah, I have, I struggled, like, maybe even finding what I like and finding people who also like it. I just don't think I also reached out really to like try to do that so i kind of get where they're coming from and i don't know what my advice would be though because i don't think i did anything (laughs) to help can you think of anything to like help learn how to talk with and form relationships i don't know if i've got great advice for this one someone referring to themselves as antisocial a lot of times when i've heard that from other people it seems like something that's designed to like protect themselves because there there are very few people who are legitimately antisocial like extrovert introvert doesn't matter almost everybody loves interacting with people to some degree and i think this person does too or they wouldn't be having that kind of internal dissonance around it. And maybe antisocial as like an identity is kind of a way that they're like protecting themselves from the fact that, yeah, maybe they just lack social skills and people aren't enjoying being around them as much because they haven't like taken the time to like work on that. And it sounds like they, they haven't. Socializing is definitely a skill. It's not something that comes naturally mm-hmm. to everyone. Uh, I would even say to most people, it's all about exposure, getting yourself into situations where you're either forced to to socialize or you know forcing yourself to reach out to people. And that's how you build up that social muscle. Like if I were talking to this person, I don't know if that would help them. It's mm-hmm. just kind of how I understand socializing. My first thought after that was maybe like take the risk and try to talk to someone but I don't even think I would have the courage to do that so I don't know if that's the best advice but I think so like if I'm gonna pretend to be this person you you tell me to 
take the risk and okay. socialize. And I say, but I, like, they're going to reject me. Yes. That's a fear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think just saying think... yes, yes is fine, too. Yep. The, the question that people should be asking themselves is, yeah, like, you're going to get rejected. A lot of people aren't going to like you, especially before you get used to socializing more. But what does that mean to you? Does I... that, like... What do you carry away from that, that somebody doesn't like you? And I feel like those aren't the right people. And so, like, once yeah. you do find someone who is, like, open to talking, that might be a start of something there. I feel like they purposely try to, like, form all of these clubs or all of these meetups to, like, try and find that group of people that you enjoy. And, like, I think I was always scared to go to those because, like, people who have the same interests, oh, they already have friends with, like, that they're going to it with. But I think just trying to, like, get yourself in there and give it a chance and, like, go to a couple of things might end up being better. Like, you might purposely split up into groups and then you start to get to know people. Mm -hmm. And I think even as an adult, that seems hard because, like, we don't have, like, clubs set up. But I think we do kind of, like... Let's, for example, say you're a big bowler and you join a bowling league. Like, you might find friends through that. And so, like, I feel like I'm going to try to take a chance like this because, like, I really want to, like, go back and play competitive volleyball. So I think I'm going to, like, put my name in a hat and be like, hey, can you just see if, like, like for the person who runs the league, like, can you just see if someone is missing a person and they're mm -hmm. looking for a sixth person to play on their team? And, like, hopefully that'll get somewhere. Still, I think you can find interests as an adult. It may yeah. be more difficult depending on like where you live and stuff, but... I think, uh, yeah, for practical solutions, um, I'm glad you started talking about those because you can always look at websites like, uh, what is it, meetup or meetups.com? Yeah. Um, stuff like that to find people who are doing things that you enjoy in the area and just Go do that. Eventually, you'll make some friends with people by finding shared interests. Yeah, I feel like I have a good example of someone that I know that they moved to a new city at a, right after graduating, didn't know anyone, and they did like basically like a dating app, but for friends, and just met people, places to try to make friends. And so now she has one good friend that she has, and there have been other like friend like that are not as fun or like they didn't share the same interests, so like mm -hmm. they just don't hang out as much. But if you find someone good, yeah. Sometimes you just have to give it a shot, even though that seems scary to me, too. <laughs> but sometimes it turns out really good. I feel like I have to talk about my good examples. So one time in high school, like, I had friends, but there was a gym class I had. I did not know anyone in my gym class. Mm -hmm. And so let's say we run around the track one day. Like, once you're done, you got to sit on the bleachers. And so I would just, like, sit by myself on the bleachers until one day... I feel like this is like the cliche way to start a conversation is like I complimented someone's shoes who also was sitting by herself and like then all of a sudden we became like gym buddies and gym best friends and so now I had a friend at gym class and so that was fun. Compliments are nice. Yeah, there's a lot of people wanting to make connections and sometimes all it takes is like extending the olive branch or, yeah. or just that little ice breaking compliment like whatever it is that is some adequate advice <laughs> adequate advice okay this one 
is kind of deeper about relationships, and that's why I thought it could relate to our first one too. But like, girlfriend broke up with me after four years. They're 22 years old because I didn't want to marry her. Okay, yeah, it's from the guy's perspective. So I want to build my career, find a good job, and arrange my life as best I can. She wanted me to marry her as soon as I got a job and as soon as I received my first salary because she can't wait any longer. She gave me an ultimatum that she would break up if I thought about a career instead of getting married. I didn't agree to it, and she broke up. I'm not sad because I know I made a good choice, but I also need to hear what others think about what I decided. Oh, hey. Uh, <laughs> round of applause just for, like for dodging a bullet. Uh, what a champ. Nice yeah, work. I feel like his mindset is very good. Like, focus yeah. on yourself before, like, focusing on someone else. That sounds kind of weird, but, like, you, well, you have goals. Let's uh, let's point out some red flags too. <laughs> yeah, like setting an ultimatum, especially on something like that big. Also, like the amount of pressure she wants me to marry her as soon as I get a job and as soon as I receive my first salary. Like, what? That makes me ask the, why. The, yeah, the job and salary part is weird. It's yeah. like okay, now that you've got money, yeah, let's move forward. Like, it, it just it doesn't smell good, right? Yep. And I feel like, I don't know, it makes sense to me because especially at that age, before you graduate and after you graduate, I feel like when you're on your own trying to get a job and like make your own living, that is a lot different environment than you're used to before that even. And so I feel like that's something that kind of changed with me and like the current relationship I was in at that point in my life too, is like, we definitely maybe focused on ourselves a little more while still trying to focus on ourselves after graduation, but like it was hard. And it created like you mean you you focused on each other and then like we I, I we were definitely focused on ourselves separately okay after graduation while trying to focus on each other but i think uh, that was harder gotcha. to do because i mean we had different paths and we wanted different things and so i do think you start to have a change like you're going through different things in life now that you're graduating. Mm-hmm. Some people way more than others. And so I think that changes your mindset of like, what do you want out of life? And like, I don't know, I'm a very different person even than when I was like high school or college. So like now I'm very different. I think I like also just found myself a little more because I focused on myself after that a little more yeah. too. Yeah, it's on, I, I, I am proud of your choice. Sorry. Yeah, and they're both they're both 22 years old, and yeah. like nowadays, that's pretty early to yep. get married. So, um, no shade to anyone who who got married earlier than that. I think it works out very well for a lot of people. Well, um, yeah, and I think it probably works out when people are like ready for it, and they like mm-hmm. know they both want it. And I feel like that was a big thing here too. Like, yeah, not both wanting that. That was a f- more fun one. Yeah, if you need an ultimatum to, like, get the thing that you want, you're probably not actually getting the thing that you want. I guess it's, like, a threat. Like, if you yeah. don't marry me, like, see ya. And then he showed her. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think if it really was going to work out, like, maybe you guys will, like... Find each other later. five years down the road mm-hmm. when... Maybe you'll both be longing for each other. Maybe she'll have a change of mindset and be like, okay, I see why we needed this break or whatnot. I'm sorry for setting an ultimatum. (laughs) 
yeah, yeah. she might realize that it's probably a good thing that you did with yeah i do think relationships teach you things and so you do realize oh that didn't work and so then you can like change going forward yeah okay this one's kind of a fun one so this one is geared towards men of reddit I thought so, that last one was fun. It was a that fun was a one lot too. Of fun. But this one I'm wondering about, and okay. you'll see. Men of Reddit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I qualify as a man of Reddit. So but... we'll say men. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you care if a woman doesn't get her nails done? <laughs> so I think this is a girl who says, I've always worn my nails natural, but all my female friends get theirs done and tell me it makes a woman appear more classy. They say men consider fake nails more attractive and that it's a sign that a woman maintains herself better. And I'm asking this because I love to get my nails done. <laughs> um, this is a this is one of those questions where I don't know if I'm qualified to answer, but as yourself, do yeah, you care? Sure. So um, the short answer is no. Not at all. And oftentimes I think I prefer like sometimes like the the nails can be a bit much depending on the nail i'm not judging again sometimes though i think like someone will select a really cool color for the nail polish and i'll notice it and love it and compliment it and like it's really cool to me yeah. but it's not like for me that's not like an attraction thing it's more like a hey you've got cool style you yeah. know i did I explain that well? Yeah. I think I've even complimented your nails. It's you like, have, yeah. He's that done nail the color, color is thing. sick. Yeah. Um, can I see these? These ones are, oh, it's I need the light. The light. They're yeah. sparkly, though. You can show oh. me later. Yeah. Okay. Those are cool. But I get my nails done for myself because I feel like it's like time to myself. I get mm -hmm. to sit there and do nothing. And I love the way they look on me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not thinking about what the guys think. Um, and I feel like if you're more comfortable with your natural nail, like that's what you like. Uh, yeah, I like it because it makes me feel like I'm like dressed up more. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think it's necessary for. It's interesting. Attracting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so either. And I, I'm not speaking for all guys here. Maybe some of you out there are like, yeah, if her nails aren't <laughs> painted, then get out of that. Like I don't know. Um, I think it is interesting though, like how it's phrased, mm -hmm. because probably this person feels the same way that when her nails are painted, she feels classier. But the fact that like she thinks about it as like it's because guys think I'll look classier, yeah. that's what makes her feel classier. Yeah, I think I can that's see that. kind of like an interesting. Yeah, whereas I okay, like putting the self worth on now I'm somebody outside of yourself is yeah. And I'm trying to think, like, is that my f mindset? And I'm thinking, and I think for me, is I always look at other girls who have their nails done and be like, that's so cool. I want to be like that. And I'm like, why do I want to be like that? Yeah. I just think it's so cool. But why do I think it's cool? I don't know. I do feel like it's because they look like, mm, I own this world. <laughs> so maybe that's how I feel. That, like, when you see another person, you're like, oh, I want to be like that. That's how I feel when I see, like, happy people oh yeah like, <laughs> no i think um actually maybe there was a time where that is true where like i would see people who were just like legitimately having a good time and like me feeling 
internally like i wish i felt like that i think i've achieved that now but like yeah i i i don't know I, maybe i should stop talking and, and think about it more before well, i continue now that you say that though like those are the types of people i think i'm attracted to on like social media like yeah. influencers who look like they're always like one girl that i follow for example she always seems so calm and like she does a lot of like um like very simple vegan style eating yoga and it, everything always seems perfect like i'm just like how do you live this lifestyle so effortlessly is what it, she makes mm. it seem like and i'm like i bet it's not like i don't think that would be a lifestyle that i could fit into my daily routine but it like seeing it almost makes me feel more calm yeah. and that's what i like <laughs> but yeah i'm definitely attracted to like influencers who are like oh my gosh that looks so fun but i would never be that type of person hopefully that would be the mindset but <laughs> elisa what you know what i love when what? I see somebody being just, like, super cool and happy and, like, it kind of inspires me to be the same. If uh -huh. I see someone smiley, I like to smile, too. Yeah. So, yeah. You do like that. Okay. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, well, that was all of the topics I found. I think we gave some adequate advice. Yeah, and I feel like some people could relate to what we were yeah. talking about. If you have... Other suggestions, I'd love to hear it, because obviously we have these same problems, too. <laughs> yeah. Also, ask us for advice, and we'll answer it. Yes. Ask us anything. Stupid or serious. We want to hear about all your issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then talk about them publicly. No, we will... Anonymously, um, maybe? We will... Uh, um, <laughs> uh, we'll be sure to leave your name off of whatever we talk about. We will anonymize you. Anon, anon, anonymize. Yeah. Anonymize. Uh, Anonymize. My brain is spinning right now. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea. I want to wrap up soon, but I think like um. No, let's wrap up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was fun. We like hit a bunch of everything. I feel like. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed this. All the topics that we talked about today. I'm glad we brought back the adequate advice yes. column. Because uh, I think it was good the first time. I think it was good this time. We should keep it going. I would like to do some actual like advice from the audience, though. The viewers. The, yeah, viewers. Yeah. Or listeners. You know, if you listen on audio only, kind of sucks. But yeah, that's fine, too. And uh, <laughs> we'll, take, we'll take any advice questions. Um, no, we love our audio listeners as well. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bye. See ya.